Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. Invesco QQQ is proud to sponsor this episode and even prouder to provide access to innovation for the last 25 years. Basketball has had innovations over the years, too. We're seeing the game played in new ways every day. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let me talk. 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 One, two. If you're listening to this, you're most likely a new listener. So hello and welcome. I'm David Mooney. I'm joined, as always, by Sam Lee. Hi, Sam. Hiya. Uh, back in the UK after your midweek trip to Madrid. Uh, been to the Everton game today. Uh, we're talking off the back of uh, City's Whoa. win at Goodison Park. Yeah. <laughs> what are you, are you? Are you a regular joining in on that? Is that a no? A, what a, a stand up in the press box? The, give it a give it a good old belt out. No, I would do if they did the. You can feel it in the air. If they actually sang that bit rather than just like change the lyrics completely, like you you <laughs> you already do the Fleetwood Mac. Oh, like why not do another like jazz hands um, part of a song? Anyway, uh, yeah, I do. I, I, I do enjoy I, it. I it is very catchy. It it does work very well in away and away ends in particular. So yeah. Good. Well Good. done, everyone. Yeah, you're back from Goodison. Uh, equally more important, though, for today's show. Uh, this is off the back of Arsenal losing 3-0 at home to Brighton. Um, so yes. uh, it should be a good one. If you want longer ad-free episodes, even earlier after the final whistle as well, then head over to lmtpod.com to find out how you can subscribe. Rather than kind of get into the actual uh, Everton game, uh, I guess we need to kind of discuss the situation around the top of the table at the moment because uh, Guardiola was seen after the game uh, pointing to the fans and signalling two more wins, two more wins, and that is all that that was already out of date by the time he got home. Yeah, yeah, one, um, one more, and in the game that has been widely considered, like unconsciously maybe by City fans for weeks now, as the easiest one in the running against Chelsea next week um, it's not Brighton away it's not Brentford I mean it might have to be but yeah it's Chelsea at home You'd rather Chelsea not, that yeah. are an absolute rabble like, genuinely awful nothing to fight for like no good points whatsoever um, Chelsea at home it's quite a remarkable turn of events really I mean look this is my point of view as a kind of I may as well enjoy like the real highs and lows of the job and the experience kind of thing. But I was kind of gearing up for another final day Villa situation. Um, on, the, on the way home, I was like, this is going to go down to, I was like, this is going to go to to Brentford, isn't it? I was like, City will beat Chelsea. They'll, they'll draw with Brighton somehow. And then it, like they drew at West Ham somehow. And it'll just go down to the last day. And I was, I was, I was kind, kind of looking forward to that. And then to see it now, it's like, okay, that crept up on everyone very quickly. You know, with Arsenal getting their results back together after losing at City, it felt like it was 
it was going to go closer. And look, maybe it will. But um, I mean, I, I wouldn't be massively surprised if Arsenal lost to Forest, though, and then it's done before before Sunday. But um, anyway, that that's my own personal, you know, kind of. I don't I don't mind if it's massively mad and dramatic because I don't get as nervous as as you lot. But I, I guess you're very happy with how it's <laughs> panned out. I'm incredibly happy with how it's panned out because um, I'm, I mean. Don't get me wrong. Ahead of ahead of this week, anyway, uh, with the situation as it was before they played Everton, needing uh, three wins from four games, I was already fairly confident that they would be able to do that and that like things would would work out all right. Um, but it's I mean it's the T word, isn't it? Because Guardiola doesn't really want to talk about it. I get that. You know, you've, you're in an FA Cup final. You still got a Champions League second leg to play against the greatest Champions League team. Um, and then you've kind of got to get your job done in the league as well. So there's still it's still a long way to go. Um, but it, it's sort of that situation of you're probably not going to get a better opportunity than this. So you sort of... You, that's where the nerves come from, I guess, because you kind of have to juggle all the competitions. And if you're in a situation now where you've got one... where you need one win from three Premier League games, it's like City, City should do that. Like it doesn't matter where on the three it falls. Ideally, it'd be against Chelsea, obviously. But like they don't do it against Chelsea. You still have two more games to get that win you need, and then that relies on on Arsenal as well not slipping up at any point. So uh, the leeway that that they've got in the league now, I'm like just so much more relaxed about it. It isn't done till it's done, and I know that. But like it's it's so in their own hands. You're like if you if you don't win it from here, then what the hell are you doing? (laughs) Yeah. Also, because I didn't see the Arsenal game, but I've seen the goals and like the way that the second and third goals went in, that wasn't... Because by all accounts, Brighton were very good as they often are and deserved to win. But those goals were not just like being cut apart by a, a really good team goals. They were just kind of the air going out of the balloon goals, you know, like losing the ball, trying to build up from the back. Undav, like, I think he, he was more of a chip against Wolves, but this was more of a, like a lob, a scoop, another finish like that. And then like Ramsdale just parrying one out in a Stupignon, putting it. It's just like, God, what is happening here? Like, oh, I didn't realise like it was a Stupignon. That's the season. perfect for my fantasy league, yeah. Yeah, he's got, um, we got 14 before bonus points. Um, Excellent. Anyway. I didn't. I didn't even realise Brentford were playing today until I saw Ben Mee third on my bench, nine points, probably more than that with the bonus. So good. Um, but yeah, yes, for, um, for a team with nothing to play for as well, Brentford keep picking up results. That's not like. Uh, yeah, well, Brentford had that massive, really good run, and then they went off the boil a bit. But yeah, they they'll never really go away. But it'll be it would be nice for City to go there on the last day and start Calvin Phillips, basically. You know that kind of vibe. Yeah, let's not um, go mad though. Although, oh, is he? Oh, is he going to play a strong team to get that rhythm for the FA Cup? I'll tell you what he's going to do. <laughs> he's going to do that. Um, it was, he's, yeah, he'll do that, won't he? Like, if they do, if they do, without, I don't want to, I don't want to steal Mike Mane's talking point because he put it on Twitter. Um, but he was like, "How does you know if City win it against Chelsea? How does that affect things? Like, do they? Do you not think they'd want like the every game's a final approach?" before the FA Cup final to keep them in the rhythm. And I think it's, a good, it's an interesting question. And I don't want to steal the talking point, so we won't get into it too much. But I do feel like if they do win it on Sunday or even on Saturday, um, just rest players at Brighton, then it'll go really strong at Brentford again. So they're all kind of in nick for he did the that. FA Cup final. He but did that we'll last time out, didn't he? Because he rested everyone at Brighton, played um, 
Uh, uh, oh no, it, it wasn't. It was Newcastle, wasn't it? He played a, a wacky team at Newcastle because Scott Carson <laughs> yeah, that played. Was mental, yeah. yeah, that was mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, there may be one of them. They, they have. There was a there was a Brighton game at the end of the season when they they went one nil up. Did Foden score that amazing goal? Was this all the same game? Foden scored that amazing goal. Yeah, Cancelo was sent off the way down the left, and then Cancelo was sent off, and then they got beat. Oh, that was a strange one as well. In that kind of period where nothing really mattered. Yeah, it's a good job they don't. They don't win it like stupidly early because those games are ridiculous. You know, earlier in the season when he was making loads of subs with like 20 games to go, sorry, 20 minutes to go and like Cole Palmer was coming on and it was just like, there's no point in watching the rest of this. It's an absolute shambles. Like you, you wouldn't want four or five of those at the end of the season. I don't know. Like, a few of them like, could be fun. A few of them could be fun. That, that, uh, uh, that well, Newcastle game was, Newcastle was, was great was, fun. Yeah. yeah. On a yeah. Friday night. Um, yeah, lovely. Here's a, here's a question for you. Um, who's conceded more goals this season in the Premier League, Chelsea or Arsenal? Well, if you ask him, it's going to be Arsenal. It is Arsenal. Um, yeah, yeah, that's funny, isn't it? They they don't keep many clean sheets at home either. Obviously, obviously Sunday was a, a glaring example of that. They don't keep many clean sheets at home. Although while we're talking of mad stats, when I was on the way home early, my wife forwarded me an Instagram message, and it was about De Gea getting the Golden Gloves yesterday. When United beat Wolves one 0 she was like, "How the fuck this happened?" I was like, "I just, re- I just replied saying like, fairly average teams do win it, do win that award quite often." Because I remember Pepe Reina winning that a couple of times when like Rafa Benitez was the manager. Obviously, they didn't. Re- there was one year they got quite close to the title, but Liverpool were not especially brilliant. But they'd always get the Golden Gloves because they were just stodgy as hell. Um, yeah, I'm sure there was somebody had mentioned Chelsea defensively to me recently, but just they just don't score. City, City, and Newcastle. Such a, such a strange team. Yeah, City, and Newcastle have the best defense this season, and yet, like Edison, nowhere near the Golden Glove. Like he's he's barely kept a clean sheet. It feels like, and then yeah, well, that that's the thing, isn't it? Like they just they'll just concede with like six minutes to go. Make it make it two one against Leeds when they should have had it out of sight with a penalty. Yeah, I was yeah. surprised. Well, and one, I'm kind of surprised Everton didn't score today, but also there was one. You know, when they had a couple of corners and they hit the bar, which. Edison didn't yeah. save it. I messaged you this, but Edison didn't save it, but they gave a corner and Edison didn't complain. And I was like, he's obviously thinking, well, I'm just going to take the credit for the save there. Um, but you it's, think, what do you say? It hit the well, bar I, and I, then his hand. I wasn't sure because when he put his sure. hand up, his, his hand went through the, the roof of the net. So I think it might have hit the bar and then his hand. And he thinks he's just touched it. The bar and then his hand. Okay, yeah, maybe. But yeah, but nobody, other, nobody else complained. But after that... They had a header and he headed it down into the ground and over. And I turned to Paddy, who's he's a really good lad. He covers Everton for us. I just went, you ain't scoring today, mate. That's that. Like, <laughs> but, but I did, I, you know, in, in just the way that City do, you know, can like just let somebody score with like nine minutes to go. Yeah. There was quite a funny moment as well after 3-0 when Guardiola did his crouching down. Uh, and like, he crouched down like, oh no, counter-attack. And like two seconds later, he was stood back up because I think it was a Wobi. He tried to cross it and just spooned it straight out for a goal kick. That was quite funny. But then the other one, another one example like that, Guardiola was on his knees again. City won the ball and tried to like play out, like play like a, a progressive pass up to launch a counter-attack, but cut it out. And he was still on his knees when he threw his arms up and like 
slammed them down onto his thighs and it was quite unusual <laughs> to see those two Guardiola emotions mixed into one combined I've, no, I've never seen him I've never seen him do both at once before yeah, incredible um, just still still on the situation before we get to the game um, and I know I, I, I can already hear people screaming at me that this is incredibly premature um, but like somebody DM'd me to ask me uh, I, it's, it's um, a fan who I think he's making a special trip to get to the Etihad for the Chelsea game and has tickets Um was was asking basically would they lift the the trophy against Chelsea if they if they win yeah. it yeah um and um yes they will though if 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 city are uh, champions at the full time against Chelsea then they will lift the uh, lift the trophy on uh, on on Sunday um they'll do it as long as it's not I don't think it can be a situation where um Arsenal could still win on goal differences because there's two points between them um, no, no it's done it's like, our, that's it yeah yeah, so win, um, there's no, yeah, um, so if they win on if they win on Sunday, then they'll lift the uh, they'll lift the trophy at the Etihad. If not, then I believe it'll be away at Brentford um, if they uh, if they get over the line in one of the other two games after that. So uh, so yeah, um, in terms of um, I mean, this is the other thing, Sam. Um, City have used the fewest players in the league so far this season, um, and I, I keep seeing I keep seeing the line. Um, it's impossible to compete with City's squad depth. Now, I take the point on quality, oh. um, but I'm not sure I take the point on numbers because well, City... No, uh, and they also... Uh, they they got rid of Cancelo in January and we all like, what the hell are you doing, yeah. lads? It's like you, you've already yeah. got a small squad and you're getting rid of players. What, what's what's going yeah. on? Um, but I, I guess that kind of illustrates the... I, I Again, I don't mean this in a... Uh, in a way that uh, could be taken the wrong way, but it illustrates the look that you need to get to this position, doesn't it? Because they've had no major injuries. They've had the kind of cup draws that you need to be able to rotate players here and there. Because if they'd drawn, uh, if they'd drawn one of the other teams in the FA Cup semi-final, for instance, that'd have been it. It'd probably been yes, toast in terms of the semi-final. I mean, they played Chelsea and Arsenal. Well, I suppose you get the look at Chelsea, but it's a, that, that, that's earlier in the season, though, isn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, in terms of now, okay. But I mean, Champions League wise, they've they've there's been no luck you, you mentioned yeah. it recently last season when you know Liverpool had Benfica and they battered them away so they rested everyone at home before the FA Cup semi and City had to go to Atletico Madrid and have that big battle so there's there's not been that either you know they've not had you know if they were if they took like Napoli's place on the other side of the draw you'd be like okay this is you that that's what you'd get actually there'd be loads of people tweeting saying oh well they got lucky with the draw and all this kind of stuff but obviously with the Champions League they've not really been able to afford to make changes, even to three 0 up against Bayern, three one up against Bayern. Guardiola's not gonna, yeah, not doing it. Three nil, uh, and then uh, they went one nil up again in the away leg. Didn't they? Yeah. Um, oh yeah, the, the the one I was thinking was the aggregate. Um, that ridiculous penalty at the end. Yeah, Guardiola's not going to make all those changes. I don't think most managers would. To be fair, so uh, yeah, you're right. They've not had um, the injuries yet, but you know, even though the, the league's nearly won, you wouldn't want. You wouldn't want Rodri or or anyone getting injured now, but Guardiola did say for anyone still wondering and didn't see Guardiola was asked specifically about Rodri um, getting a knock, and he was like, "It'll be fine for Wednesday." So a bit of housekeeping on that one. That's all fine. Okay, we're going to take a very short ad break now. When we come back, we'll be taking a close look at how City kept Everton at arm's length. So stick around for that, and we'll speak to you again after this. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowlin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowlin Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlinBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let Me Talk is sponsored by you, the listeners. The best way to support the podcast is by subscribing via Memberful. You can pay as little as £2 per month, which gives you early access to all our podcasts ad-free, and they're packed with even more content. That gives you even more minutes of us to fill up your week. Subscribing is really easy, and the longer episodes will integrate seamlessly with your podcast app of choice, be it Spotify or Apple. Head over to lmtpod.com for more information on signing up and links to all of our socials. You want to talk about uh, Deserby as well this week because, um, I mean, not only has he... Uh, he keeps he, he's, he's got a ridiculous record against uh, the top teams anyway. I think there's it's like only City that he's, um, that he's not beaten this season. And I think that was his first game in charge oh, okay. when he took over. Um and like maybe actually, when we look at the grand scheme of things, I always used to say that Brighton were the unluckiest team in the Premier League because they always like they, they always vastly out uh, vastly underperformed their xG. Um, maybe maybe they were just being held back by uh, by Graham Potter, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I know. I feel a bit for Graham Potter in that sense because I think he did very well to like leave them in a good state, and then obviously, yeah. Now it's easy to look at him and go, actually, he could have been doing more. Um, but yeah, no, they are really good. But the thing with Deserbi is you just you just got that that kind of ongoing who the hell is ever going to replace Guardiola question, and you just see Deserbi coming up on the rails. But I, I mean, beyond the fact that his football is identifiable, which is a big thing, and it's not just like well, I suppose it's just another version of like positional play, but it is like his version. It's like, you know when Guardiola would say Guardiola would just say this about Pellegrini, which is surely bollocks unless he meant it in a negative way. But he was he would always say, oh, Pellegrini style, like a blind man could could tell it was a Pellegrini's team. And it's like obviously he was he meant it in a nice way. But yeah. that's not just not true, is it? Like there was nothing obviously Pellegrini was good at City and it, it fills it out a bit, but he won trophies and they played really good football, particularly at the start of the the title winning season. And obviously to be fair, came back and did the job with the Gerard slip and all of that. Um, but he's, he's not like got an especially discernible style, but Deserbi has. Um, and in terms of the way they play out from the back and all this kind of stuff, like that, that puts him in the frame. But there's just 
there's it's not that there's something about him, but there's something about him where I wonder if and maybe this is just because Pep came with like a winning mentality, but there's something about Pep where it's like, fuck me, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah. Just like how he looks and how he acts. And with Deserby, it's just like does this guy look serious enough? I think it's like the haircut and the beard. I don't like the beard. That's the he, problem. He yeah. Look, I, I feel he looks a bit like me when I'm hungover and a bit disheveled. Like, just brush your hair and I, th- I think you'd be a little bit... I mean, Klopp looks like a maniac as well, doesn't he? And he, people obviously listen to him. I know this is like this is not an entirely serious point, but I, just, I suppose you can mix it in with a slightly more serious point, which is Guardiola's ability to manage a dressing room which always, always gets overlooked because you've got this whole, oh, well, he had Messi and Javi and Iniesta and all this bollocks. It's like, yeah, why do you think they're so good? And also, like, why do you think they carried on playing so well for so long? And all the all the personalities of Bayern who could have easily said, fuck off, mate, we're not doing that. We just want to triple. Like, he managed them and got them to play his way. And again, at City, like, we talked about this loads. Like, it's not even, it's not even as if loads of the players, like, particularly like him, but they keep performing. And they always have done, no matter how many kind of times he's changed the team and they've got new personnel and whatever. And that, you just think, that is a massive element of what he does and is doing and has done. And you just think, whoever whoever comes in next, that's going to be such a massive part of it. Um, and like, and that's just that's just the, the last kind of question with the Zerbi, isn't it? It'll be interesting to see, if it's not City, what, what his next move up would be. It just seems like Spurs seems kind of inevitable at some point, but... Yeah, that. Yeah, I just he is an interesting one, isn't he, to keep an eye on because there's not a, an obviously massive pool of who on earth could replace Guardiola. But in terms of the coaching and the style of play and the identifiable style, and like to be fair, everything he says and everything he's building at, Bre- at Brighton does suggest that you know he is a good man manager and he can mm. and he is kind of doing things the right way. But just that step and leading people at you know City caliber players is is an interesting one but yeah, i just thought it'd be interesting to mention because also i've yeah is is yeah like even his clothes today at the arsenal game is like they're perfectly like they're good clothes but it just they just feel a bit like like if you know if if, if somebody gave me like guardiola's wardrobe it just wouldn't look the same i just i see people like wearing we know when you see like people who are like footballers or whatever and they're just like wearing a tracksuit in like Salfages or something, it's like I could never wear a tracksuit, no matter how expensive, and it looked that good. If I wear jogging bottoms, they it looks like I'm gonna go and buy crack. And I feel <laughs> like this I feel like I feel like there's that element of deserby, and then I feel like once you're under that microscope of being at a big club when like suddenly everything is like micro analyzed is that stuff you know like when everyone was like oh Graham Potter's had a glow up and then after like two months everyone was like this guy's a useless prick like get rid of him <laughs> like that that's the kind of um that's the kind of journey that I'm I'm interested to see how Deserby also it, yeah. like he did an interview on on Sky afterwards and I like how he's at the stage where he speaks very good English but he basically needed an interpreter for every single person's accent like everyone was asking him a question and obviously to us, it's just a very understandable English. But I think he needed it interpreted because he's at that kind of level of, I can I can say what I feel, but I don't know what any of you lot are talking about. Yeah. Did Which he Guardiola say- still goes through, like especially with like Scottish and Northern Ireland people. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, Rob Dawson at ESPN. I watched, this, I watched the press conference from the Leeds game back this morning. And he just doesn't get Rob at all. Because <laughs> you just think, it's just funny because to us, yeah, 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 that's fine. There's 
there's nothing there's nothing there no major accent get. yeah it's but it's just so different yeah yeah um just before we move on your joe public voice has got has, has developed a bit though i uh what was that when, when you said it, yeah know. when you said about Messi, that was uh it's 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 uh oh, it's, it's improved from uh, from years gone by have i made it less offensive it's a lot less offensive yeah it's uh it, it's it's i would i would have said more poindexter now um, your uh, your Joe public voice, but there we are. Um, okay. Let's talk actually about the game because we're twenty minutes in say, and yeah. uh, we've barely touched it. Um, it's easy to say that three uh, nil was uh, comfortable because it was, uh, but then the first half hour was um, it was excruciating in many ways. I, I like mm. it's amazing what a goal can do at the right time, and especially when a second one comes along like a minute or two later, um, because. Like by the time when that second one crossed the line, like I said to you, dare we call that a next? Yeah, yeah, it did. It did feel like that just because of the the two quick fire ones, the way that Everton they they were huffing and puffing, and like Calvert Lewin did look quite threatening. And yeah, they had the Holgate chance, which was just inexplicably missed just beforehand. I don't really know what's happened there. I've watched the replay of it since, and it seemed like it was at a weird angle. He needed to kind of get his leg around it, but it was just like, if your auntie was at the back post, like, what are you doing? I, I don't know how he missed that. But then, yeah, to get the two goals and the way they came, it just felt like, you know, you know what I was saying? The, the, the goals that Arsenal conceded, that felt like, you know, the air going out of the balloon. In different circumstances, admittedly, for Everton, it just felt like okay, yeah, that whatever fight you put up now, that 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 has gone. I mean, look, it's easy to say in hindsight because the whole Guardiola thing of not making subs until later on in case that you know they get one goal back, and because the, the the atmosphere was really good. So we had we had the barbecue at mine last night, didn't we? And it was Burt Central, and everyone was really nervous, weren't they? But I was just like, I'm I'm sure it'll be all right. But like everyone's nerves. Were like rubbing off on me, like Twitter, on Instagram, on the, on the let, let me talk Instagram. I put a picture of Goodison up. I was how people feeling. Got like five or six replies. Everyone was like nervous. Uh, Murd, a, a good mate, drove me over to the game, and he was nervous. And I was like, "Fuck!" My editor was like, "Oh, mate, how's it going? What do you think about today?" I was like, "Well, they should win, but like everyone's nervous. It's making me feel nervous." <laughs> um, but then I was more nervous and yeah, ahead of Everton than I was ahead of Madrid in the midweek. Real Madrid, <laughs> yes. The first leg, the first leg against Real Madrid, I was like, "Well, whatever happens, happens." You know, Madrid are a good side, yeah. City are a good side. They'll probably go at each other. Ahead of Everton, I was just, I was breaking it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everton. Yeah, and like there, there was really good. There was a really good atmosphere, um, and like even during the game because it was because Paddy said to me, uh, our Everton guy. Like they'll probably like they'll give it a good go for like fifteen twenty minutes, not really do much, and then fall away. And I was like, City yeah, are probably going to keep the ball for those fifteen twenty minutes, and then that is what happened. But I did think like if Everton can't even get the ball, then they'll fade away. But they didn't. They you know they did have like counter attacks. They got the ball forward at, at times quite well. They had like Walker had to come around on the cover really well a couple of times. There was one. There was where, one where he he really opened the taps, didn't he, to uh, to get across. It was a Decore, and he. It was just like, yeah. right, okay, I'll need to do... But like, there was the pace and the power, but there was the decision-making because you could see there was the key moment where he just went, oh, I need to do this now. Otherwise, we're in big trouble. And he did it. And and that was when he it nearly went out for a corner, but he actually slid in and stopped it and he went out for a throw-in as well. That yeah. was very good. There was one... They, the Edison kick, Everton got the, where Edison... corner. Oh, God, Jesus. Well, this just before that... Where he just that, booted it. And, City, yeah. City, that, was, that was after they got a corner. And then after he... Yeah, so he booted it. And then someone got tackled in 
in the city box. I can't remember which city player always got tackled in the box and Edison cleaned it up. But before that, they had a corner, which Diaz headed clear. But Diaz had basically conceded that, not himself personally. But I think Everton had a bit of a flurry forward. And Diaz just turned around and booted it clear. And they like just gave position away for no reason. Everton attacked and got a corner and Guardiola was going mental at him. And it, it was all those kind of little things at the start. He just like okay, like there, there's, there was enough going on here. And what I was saying about the fans and the atmosphere and how City kept the ball for 15, 20 minutes. But whenever Everton did get forward and do something, the fans were there, they were right with them. And, you know, it's not a it's not a stadium that's a good place to go for Everton players most of the time. But they were on their, they were on their side today, which was good of them. Um, but then when <laughs> those goals came along, that was it. And honestly... I know I've said this about Gundogan before in terms of like, I've mentioned in passing, like I don't think he's going to get a statue, but it, you could make a good argument. that. So there, there's an element of hyperbole for me around Gundogan because I think he's that good. But um, that goal is one of the best goals I've ever seen in the Premier League. Like That is an amazing goal. It's not a goal you've seen very often. There's not many new ways to score a goal these days. I've not seen him do that. I've not seen many players do that. Well, that's it for the free version of Let Me Talk. A reminder, if you want more from us, we chat about the latest on Gundogan's contract and preview the second leg against Real Madrid in the members' content. Uh, Sam, it was a good chat, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. And, you know, if you've got this far, you'll have heard all the nonsense in the first bit. So you'll be reassured to know there was loads of that in the second bit as well. Yeah, plenty more of that. Um, those ad-free episodes are out earlier as well, and you can find out more on lmtpod.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.